When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out. Be Heard Influence. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, ever been in a situation where someone has criticised you or perhaps criticised your approach and they've told you, you need to change if you want anyone to take you seriously? Maybe you've been told, you're too loud. Maybe you've been told, you're too soft. Maybe you've been told, you're too direct, too talkative you're too bossy, or you fill in the gap. Well, if you can relate, this show is for you. In fact, this show is for all of the change makers, the innovators, the disruptors, the misfits who have been told to dim your light, to change your style and how you come across just so that other people can be more comfortable around you. I'm going to be talking about how to differentiate between someone who is a supporter and who has your best interest at heart compared to someone you should just ignore. I'm also going to talk about how to discern whether that person's feedback is going to help you or it's going to hinder you, so you should just take it with a grain of salt and ignore it. I'm going to speak about how to address that elephant in the room by owning it and how to claim the space and give yourself permission to show up as your brilliant self. But before we dive into all of that good stuff, if this is the first time that you are joining me today, I am honoured and I'm delighted that you are here. Grab a pen and paper, take down lots of insights because this is a show that is particularly near and dear to my heart because if there's anything that I don't like, it's when someone is being told and criticised for something that makes the other person feel bad 
upset or maybe not comfortable and they're trying to, you know, that tall poppy syndrome. I'm kind of passionate about that. So if you've been on the receiving end of that, sit back, got lots of lots of insights to share. If you haven't already joined our free community of change makers, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community. Uh, every single week I've got a free training influence building training this week we're talking about how to do customer research one-on-one the why you want to do it the what you want to identify and how you can start gathering information that will enable you to cut through the noise and speak directly to your ideal client one of our trainings that I've just done a couple of weeks ago was in response to one of my communities asking me how do I stand out how do I even start when I'm entering in the marketplace and I don't have a following. What do I do? Help. Right through to podcasting and interviewing and all of the things that will help you get noticed and, of course, be paid well for your expertise as that thought leader. Podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community. Now, if you have found today's show, after you listen to it, of uh, help to you, I would love for you to go and leave a review. All you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash review and that will take you straight over to Apple Podcasts and if you have been listening to the show for a while and you've been enjoying it and it's been helpful for you then I would love I'd really love and appreciate you going and leaving a review as well annemariecross.com forward slash review all right let's dive into today's show Now, this is something that I wrote on social media because I had a number of conversations with um, people this week, this past week actually, where they had been told that they had to change or they were concerned that they may put people off. And so this is what I wrote on social media. Never apologise for who you are, nor dim your light because it's shining too brightly for others. In fact, own it. It may just be your superpower. Now, one particular person was a client. We were talking in a coaching session and she expressed that she'd become really concerned over the years um, that she was putting people off, potential clients off. She was scaring them off, she said, because she had vast knowledge. She had a unique problem-solving ability. And when she got really in the flow and she was so passionate about what she was doing and helping other people, her approach and how she gave that information across was very direct and she'd had a few people that had expressed to her look you're way too direct you need to tone that down and she had exhausted herself by showing up as someone she was not just so that other people felt more comfortable around her and she had burned out Now, another person um, had been putting off starting a podcast because her natural speaking voice was loud and she didn't want to get to a place that her audience was scared off because of her bold approach and her loud voice. And and both of them said, you know, help. And I don't know if you can relate to that. I'm sure that maybe at one stage or another, um, you have been told you need to do this or you need to stop doing this. And I'm really surprised at the amount of people who were commenting and even um, you know sharing examples of where that had either happened to them or someone that they knew 
which was why I thought, you know what, I need to create a podcast episode about this. Because friend, if you're listening to this podcast, it means that you are a change maker. It means that you have a body of knowledge, a body of uh, work, you're a specialist, your years of experience, your hands-on experience, and maybe even qualifications all wrapped up in your story and journey and challenges overcome and initiatives. All of that is going to have you challenge the status quo. And for some of you, the way you do that is going to really shake up your industry. And if you are hesitant to step forward and bring your unique self to how you're expressing that information, then you are going to wear yourself thin. Because if you have to over adapt, you know, so that other people feel comfortable, you do not want to be in that situation, which is why I'm having this conversation today. Let's just get it out on the table and let's just talk about ways to address this. All right, first point, let's have a look at how we can differentiate between someone who is sharing feedback with us, whether they're a supporter and they have your best interest at heart, or someone you should ignore. So the first point I want to bring up about this is what context, you know, what is the context? Firstly, did you ask for their feedback or not? And I'm reminded of a situation where one of my clients who's in the process of uh, launching her podcast sent me uh, a feedback that she'd gotten from someone. Now, the first thing that I asked was, did you ask for this feedback? Who is it from? And she responded, yeah, this is a a very close friend of mine who's known me for many, many years and I asked her to give me feedback. And I thought, well, then all right, let's have a look at that and let's see what she has said because this particular person knows her really well, had been invited to give honest feedback and, you know, sometimes the people who know us really well and we know that they have our best interest at heart, we know that they want us to be our best selves. They want us to, they know our best selves. And this particular feedback she got pinpointed you don't sound natural, just relax a little bit. But she was nervous. It was a you know, couple of times that she had spoken into the microphone and that was okay. And so that was feedback that she was able to take on board so that when she did it for the third time, you know, recorded herself, she was able to take a deep breath and remind herself of the, you know, the encouraging words that she got from her friend and what I had told her, just relax into it. Imagine you're sitting across the table with your ideal client and you're just having a conversation with them. So that was helpful because the context was this was invited feedback by someone who was uh, trusted and had their best interest at heart. You know, is the person that's giving you feedback a mentor? Maybe like my client, you've got a close friend or close associates or close colleagues who loves you no matter what. And you know that they want the best for you. They they know who you are and your style. They've seen you over a number of you know months or years. And so they can give you some constructive feedback and feedback that you can take on board to see, yes, is this going to help me? And something else as well. Are they experienced? especially the area that they are giving you feedback. 
Like, don't you just love those armchair criticizers who have no experience in the way that they are giving you feedback from? They've never done it themselves, and they've got a hundred a list of one hundred and one things that you can do to improve it. Well, if you've not walked uh, ahead of me, and if you have not done the hard yards, and if you're not completely experienced in what I'm asking for feedback on. No, thank you, and move on. So context, those are a couple of things that I want you to consider uh, there. An example that I will give you in that particular situation was when I first started my co-hosted podcast, and I remember we got our, you know, one of our very first guests, and this particular person had told her connections all around the world that she was being interviewed, and it was a live show. And my co-host and I, we were quite nervous. And so what we ended up doing was having her towards the second half of the show. Him and I did a first piece of of the, the interview. Then we interviewed her and the interview went really quite quickly and the feedback we got was less than stellar. In fact, the one of the colleagues of our guest didn't really appreciate the interview at all and we took a step back and we thought, you know what, we, we need to visit, revisit um, this this feedback and can it help us? And there was a huge learning in, in that after we were able to kind of take that on board because it hurts, doesn't it, sometimes when you get feedback. That's not really very nice. And then realised that actually, you know what, this particular person who gave us feedback, it was helpful for us because maybe we could change our approach. Both of us were quite new. I never really interviewed anyone uh, back then, especially not with a co-host that you weren't even in the same room. And so, you know, technology kind of lagged a little bit and it was a little bit awkward in that sense. But we learned from that and that was good feedback. The context was, yes, it was helpful because, you know, we were really quite new to the space. And so we took that on board. All right, so that's the, that's the first point I want to talk about, context. The second is how to discern whether that person's feedback is going to help you or is going to hinder you. The example that I just gave you about the feedback from one of our listeners, that was really good feedback. That was helpful feedback because we realised that we were quite nervous. It was quite early on and we were really open to, to learning. Maybe she could have been a little bit nicer in the way she delivered it. But anyway, anyhow, that's another that's another topic for another show. Um, some other feedback that I that I want to share that I got, which I took on board, was many, many years ago when I was doing my train the trainer for NLP. It was quite a long course. And at the end of the course, what we needed to do was to get up on stage, present a topic, and then exit the stage. And we were being assessed on our entire, you know, um, stage presence and the content. Now, after everyone had had an opportunity to present, the mentor got up and she was giving feedback and saying, you know, a number of different things, which was really helpful. But one of her pieces of feedback, I kind of pricked my ears. And she said, you know, for some of you, as you're presenting on stage, what you want to do is to stand with both feet flat on the ground and imagine that there is a pillar that is going from the top of your head right through the spine down into the ground and it's anchoring you so you don't wobble I don't know what made me do this but I popped my hand up and I said is that does that me are you talking about me and she looked at me and with her little smile and it was you know shared in love she said maybe it is 
And I just knew it was. And it wasn't till I uh, spoke with one of my colleagues who was my accountability partner. I said, oh, I do that. She goes, well, actually, now that you mention it, you do. There's a little bit of a wobble that you do. And, you know, that was feedback that was going to help me because no one wants a wobbling speaker, do they? And so, you know, I would have to practice that. And it took me a little while, first of all, that you know, gaining an awareness that you're doing something and then practicing it and just being able, for me, to be steady and not do the old wobble on stage. So take on board that feedback because not all criticism is bad some is really constructive and will help you improve because you know as change makers who are delivering our message how you are delivering your message now today versus how you're going to be delivering it in a year's time two years time five years time you're going to continue to evolve to improve to tweak and a lot of that evolving and improvement and tweaking will come from people from mentors from other specialists, from other thought leaders who have your best interest at heart and whose information is going to be really helpful in you honing and just, you know, continuing to develop even more excellence. Now, how to tell if it's going to hinder you? If, say, for instance, feedback that you are given that is requiring you to actually change some of your natural style to the point where you are over adapting and and almost feel like you're exhausting yourself in the in in the process of, of trying to hold back that I would say is hindering let me give you an example say for instance someone is naturally funny maybe they're naturally a comedian a jester and this particular person has been told no you you can't just ad lib Oh, you can't add a funny little joke or some little sarcasm in there. You need to not even be smiling. You need to keep a serious stance and a serious look on your face and not drum any funny nonsense in your presentation. Now, imagine that. She would feel like someone has just holding her back, just like someone who might like to storytell, might like to weave these incredible stories of people's journeys. And But no, you're not allowed to do that. You only got to, to state facts and figures or whatever it is. Like the example of my client who's told too direct. So what she ended up having to do was completely just kind of shut that off. But what ended up happening was when she was in her zone and able to come up with all of these incredible ways to problem solve and overcome the challenge by shutting off the information the way that it just flowed. It just went bang, 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 bang. But other people said to her, it's coming across as direct. It actually stopped the flow of information. So that's what I mean about that could be hindering you because you're actually trying to shut off a unique element of you that is unique. You know, why would you do that? It's like trying to ride a bicycle or trying to, I don't know, climb a rope with only one hand. You can't do that. Does that make sense? You just can't climb up a rope with only one hand. So that's what you've got to identify. Is this feedback going to help me because it's going to strengthen a skill? It's going to help me let me give you another example I speak quite quickly and when I'm nervous I can speak even more quickly and so what I used to do many years ago when I was developing or presenting a webinar I would put a post-it note up on my computer which said slow down and so I would look at that and I would just 
slow down, take a breath on the inside and just slow down the pace of my voice. And so that was really helpful. Now, if I had to change the tone of my voice and really speak up, I highlight this all the time because someone said to me, I don't like your natural speaking voice. I only like it if you speak like this. I mean, that would just be ridiculously exhausting for me and I just wouldn't do it. So in that (laughs) maybe not so good example, I hope that you're getting getting a bit of a sense of is it going to help me this feedback or is it going to hinder me because it's shutting off that unique thing which actually could be the thing that is really my superpower. Don't turn off your superpower just because someone else gets jealous of it because that sometimes, let's face it, some people give us feedback because you shining just kind of dims their light or makes them feel not so good. Let's have a look at how do we address the elephant in the room. You know how you address the elephant in the room? You just address it and you own it. It's as simple as that. No excuses, no reasons. Not everyone is your ideal client, believe it or not. And if they don't get you, they don't get to work with you. Let me say that again. Not everyone is your ideal client. If they don't get you, they don't get to work with you. It is that simple. And what do you say? Well, you need to claim the space and you need to give yourself permission to show up as your brilliant self. Let me give you just some examples. Say, for instance, you've been told that you are too direct. You might say something like this. You know, over the years I've been told I'm too direct and mm, I make no apologies for that. Why? Because I'm passionate about what I do and helping other business owners who are stuck and who've been stuck for years get the breakthrough that they need to get to the other side of their brilliance. And when I'm getting passionate and when I'm doing the brainstorming and the downloads, sometimes it can come out fast and it can come out direct. I make no excuses for that. But if it starts coming out fast and it starts coming out direct, grab a pen and paper because there's stuff coming your way that's going to help you break through to the next level of success. All right, deal? So just say something like that. Actually address it. State the elephant in the room that you are direct. But also say, the reason I'm direct is because I'm passionate and I'm not going to hold back for that. I'm not going to hold back from, from sharing stuff with you that I know that you are going to need and it's going to help you get to the next level of success. Let's talk about being too loud. You can use the same script. I mean, you can use the same thing that I'm talking about and fill in the gap that's relevant for you. Now, over the years, I've been told I'm too loud. And you know what? I am. Make no excuses about this. I was born this way. In fact, I was born loud day one. So loud and passionate about what I'm talking about. So maybe you might just want to turn the volume down. You know, make a joke of it. Maybe you just want to take the volume down, sit back a little bit. But I tell you what, it's going to come fast and it's going to come thick because I'm passionate about what I do. And I know that you are here because you want to learn all of the good stuff. So sit back and take notes. So something like that. Now, if you've been told that you speak too quickly, I know that I speak too quickly. I'm going to share something that one of my mentors once said and uh, what I added to the end of it. And I think it's hilarious. So it might go something like this. You know, over the years, I've been told that I speak too quickly. And I'm going to borrow something that one of my mentors once said, and it's that good. 
Now, you might think that I speak too quickly, but let me tell you, I don't speak too quickly. You listen too slow. So here's what we're going to do. You speed up the pace that you listen, and I'll try and slow down the pace that I speak, and we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Deal? So say something like that. So your turn. You need to start thinking about what it is that someone said about you, and you might use this script. I've been told that, fill in the gap. Well, that may be true, but you know what? It's just my style and I'm not going to apologise for it. I'm not for everyone, but I am for that very special individual that just, and fill in the gap, that just wants to learn more about how to podcast with purpose so that you can stand out from the crowd, make a much bigger impact in the world and be that difference. And if that's you, let's get to work. So say something like that. Just call it out, address the elephant in the room, own it, claim your space and give yourself permission to show up as your brilliant self. And you know what? If someone is in that room or if some people are in that room or on social media or whatever who just don't get you, well, guess what? They don't get to work with you and As I finish off this podcast episode, who gives a flying crap about what people think or say? I mean, really, who gives a flying crap? I think I'm able to say that now because I've gotten to a certain age and stage in my life where I realise that, you know what, people's opinions of you doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I mean, obviously, my family's opinion of me matter because I've got to hang around with them 24-7. And my kids, I mean, their opinions, of course they do. But others, not so much. And especially for your ideal client, you're here to support them, but you're not here to support all the other people who just don't resonate with you, who don't get you, who don't value you. You don't have to twist yourself, to slow down, to, to turn down the volume or whatever just to satisfy them you don't you just don't because if you do do that you know what will end up happening just like my client did you will get to the point where you may burn out you may get to the point where you just don't share your message anymore that you just don't get up that you just don't stand up that you just don't speak up and guess what the people that are here that need to hear your story, your journey, your insights, they're going to remain stuck because you're not out there sharing the message in the way that only you do and in the way that you can help them. So stop dimming your light. Don't ever, ever, ever apologize for who you are because you, your expertise, along with your natural style, may just be the breath of fresh air that your industry needs and that your ideal client is waiting for. Yes? Now go be the most loudest, most direct and awesomest person that you need to be. You've got work to do, my friend. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free 5-day money, marketing and mindset boost masterclass. 
go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.